Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Thanks for listening to the Winning the Inner Game podcast. I got to put a word in for my sponsors. First off, it's actually my real estate sales team in Utah. You can visit my website at www.the-wgr.com. That's www.the-wgr.com. If you have someone looking to buy or sell real estate in Utah, reach out to us. We'd love to work with you on that. Also, you can go to winningtheinnergame.com where you can join the winner's circle. That's my personal email list where I'm always sending out free real estate tips and tricks and also inviting people to free real estate trainings. In there as well is also a audio tools and training section that you can check out where I share a lot of the trainings that I do with inside of my own sales organization that will help you take your business to the next level. You gotta check out fearlessagent.com. That's the coaching and training company I started with over a decade ago. They're by far the most effective, affordable, and efficient coaching and training platform on the planet today. If you go to fearlessagent.com, you can check out a free 45 minute webinar that will share with you the five must know presentations to take your real estate sales business to the next level. And finally, guys, I gotta thank my friends over at Mojo Sales. It's the CRM and dialing platform that I use to succeed at a high level in prospecting. So go check them out at www.mojocells.com and thanks for listening. What's up guys, it's Colton Lindsay here with another winning series interview. Today I got Mr. Brian Moss from California on. Brian's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a while now. We met through YouTube, right? Social media, is that how we met? Yeah, I think so, a mix of uh, YouTube and Facebook, Colton. YouTube and Facebook. Hey, so it does work to bring uh, relationships together. I knew online dating worked. Uh, <laughs> so one of the cool things, too, is we launched a mastermind together in 2000, I don't remember, 15, I think, right? 2014. Yeah, a year ago from today, actually, 2000, Yeah, just over a year ago because we were at UPW. So, Brian, let everyone know where you're from, how they can connect with you if they've never heard of you for some weird reason. Hey everybody, Brian Casella, Southern California. <clears throat> Been in real estate for three years. If you'd like to connect with me, uh, Brian Casella on YouTube, on Facebook, you can find me. I'm all over the place. Awesome. Okay, so BC, one of the things that I've noticed about you is that you're constantly working on yourself. Why is that? Great question, Colton. I learned from my mentors and I learned very quickly when I got into the real estate business that it's all about the inner game. You know, everyone's always looking for the magic pill, the magic bullet, the magic, you know, phrase to say or the new online program to help them get more sales. But the reality is until you really develop yourself and you become the individual who is worthy of success, wealth, et cetera, et cetera, and all your dreams, you're never really going to realize it because we learned that you have to become it on the inside before it can manifest on the outside. Awesome. So what is the one thing, and I have a good idea of what it is, that you want to manifest on the outside? Well, with me, it's, it's just it's absolute wealth now and financial freedom. You know, uh, when I started in the business, I was all about, you know, the, the, quick, the quick buck and making some money and, and getting some stuff for myself. I'm still a very big car enthusiast as well, but... You know, the, the the more I get into this and the more I develop, the more I realize that it's all about building long-term wealth and, you know, financial freedom like you have. Okay. So what is financial freedom for you? Financial freedom for me is, and I already set the number, you know, if I can 
passively and residually create $30,000 a month right now, I would be financially free. So what, what is passive and residual for you? Where are those sources coming from? Well, passive and residual for me are multiple sources. Right now I own two investment properties in Houston uh, that are still going through the redemption period, so I haven't rented them out yet. But when I do, that's an additional 1700 a month I'm going to be generating. I'm making money off YouTube. Um, I have online products, um, and I also have online coaching programs and mentorship programs that I'm running. So right now I would say I'm running at about 3500 to about 4200 a month in passive and residual. So what's that? Probably like thirty six to forty grand a year, somewhere around there? Yeah, maybe a little bit more. <clears throat> so to thirty to get to thirty grand, that's what, three sixty K a year residual? So you got about ten exit right now is what kind of you're at? Yeah, basically. Sweet dude. That's where I'm what I want to do right now. I've got my goals to ten exit, so I want to get to I'm I'm averaging about twelve grand a month right now. So I would like to get to where I'm hundred and twenty grand a month. And I've got some pretty cool things I'm working on to get there. So what's your plan to get there? What are you going to do to 10X it? Well, <clears throat> my goal this year is to basically, like you said, 10X everything. You know, I'm going to – my goal is to reach 100,000 subscribers on YouTube in the next 12 months. Uh, my coaching and mentorship programs, I'm looking at tripling the income from those through the next year. I want to grab myself two more uh, investment properties. And at the same time, with all my online products and subscriptions – my goal as well is to um, triple all my sales in that too because if I triple uh, the sales that I have in everything and pretty much the growth, I will reach that 10x mark uh, as far as income. Okay, cool. So <coughs> what, what then causes you to be able to print that out in three dimensions, right? First, the conversation, you said it's your, your inner world determines your outer world. So what is that? Right. Well, <clears throat> You know, one thing I noticed that I do, Colton, and I see this in you and a lot of people who achieve is we, we don't try to figure everything out. You know, we, we constantly work on ourselves. We have a new idea, a source of inspiration, whatever it is for that individual, and we just decide and we say, okay, I'm going to do this, you know. And when I created my coaching programs, products, and everything else, the second that the idea would pop up, I would decide, I would speak it, I would write it, I would post it. And as soon as I made the commitment, then the process of figuring it out came. So the decision was made. I would create the product or the service or buy the investment property, whatever it was, and then I would figure everything else out later. And I believe that's the missing link with a lot of people is before they, they pull the trigger or they take action, they spend years trying to, quote, figure it out instead of just deciding, committing, and taking the action. So, so how do you get so clear then on on – what action to take and when to stop trying to figure it out and just go to work. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I believe it comes down to <clears throat> being very clear with your intentions, like what it is that you want to do. Like you said, you're at 12X a month right now. You want 120 grand. When you have that clear plan and you commit to doing it, um, you know you, you know exactly where to go. It's like a plane that's going to take off. It, if it doesn't know where it's going to land, then why is it going to take off? It's just going to be flying in the air. So with me, it's all about being extremely clear with your intention and saying, okay, I want to get from point A to point B. Let's figure this thing out. So what do you do to, like, do you ever get overwhelmed? Um, I used to, um, but, you know, as we know, we always work on our language. That's a word that I never use anymore. Uh, I used to uh, in the past, but the more, like we were saying, the more inner work you do, the more you realize, you realize that, 
look, <clears throat> things are going to come at me, whether it's um, you know business, relationships, uh, outside negativity, whatever it is. You always have the power of choice. We learned this from Tony Robbins, and I think he, he spoke a lot about it in uh, the UPW that we went to uh, last October. You always have the power of choice. So if something comes in from the outside, individuals like me and you, Colton, we see the opportunity and we see how we can grow from it, whereas the average person gets the same circumstances and they take it negatively and all of a sudden they get into victim mode. So, so it's allowing the thoughts to take you down a path of, of blame and victim and worry and fear and doubt. That's what happens if you don't tackle this, right? Or the opposite is, is you change your language and your state and your physiology and your focus, and you start talking the positive. You go down a positive path. You look for the opportunity and the challenge. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know, I tell people, control what you can control. I can't control the earthquake that's happening. However, I can control the choice of what thoughts I allow to enter my mind and how I'm going to act and interpret it moving forward. So how, how many times, though, does it try to creep in? And be real. Like, do you ever have challenges with deals or like I don't know maybe the police seize your vehicle for three months or like anything challenging happen in your life absolutely you know and and as we continue to grow and grow and grow we by by nature will receive more challenges because I the way I see it this is my mindset the more challenges I get the more opportunities I have to grow you know and I realize that the, the bigger you get, you become a millionaire, a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. You know, by virtue of that, you're stretching and growing. You're going to have to overcome more obstacles and more challenges because I always tell everybody, look, whether you're in poverty right now or you're a multimillionaire, we all have our own challenges and, quote, what they say, problems. The question is, the person who is a millionaire, how are they interpreting it and what are they doing about it versus the guy who, you know, maybe is struggling, working the nine to five and, and feels like he doesn't have, you know, any outs in his life. The, the difference is, is, is the mindset. So when that creeps in, it starts to come in, like you, you obviously don't completely like avoid it 100%, but you are aware of it, right? Absolutely. So what do you do when you become aware of it so that you don't fall down that rabbit hole? Well, when I become aware of it in, in those moments, I stop and I, I just take a minute and I say, okay, uh, where is this coming from and how and what action can I take right now, whether it's replacing the thought or, you know, picking up the phone and making a phone call or tackling an, a new idea, what action can I take now to not only replace this thought but to move forward and, and create an opportunity for myself? Cool. So let's kind of switch gears a little bit. So those are some things to change in the moment. What, what, what do you do to prevent it so it doesn't even pop up ahead of time? What do you do to, to make it so, so you avoid it altogether and you're just ahead of the game? Well, two things. One, my morning ritual that I never break. Um, I, I always wake up. I immediately journal all my goals. And while I'm journaling, I'm actually listening to the voice recording that I made of my goals too. So it's like I'm activating all my senses. At the same time, right after that, I meditate for about 20 minutes and I get very clear. You know, I do the, the uh, priming that Tony Robbins taught us about being grateful, the three things you're grateful for and that kind of thing. And that creates the momentum. And moving forward from that moment on, everything about my day is scheduled and I know exactly what I'm doing at every single moment of the day. Because I notice from experience, the more, quote, downtime you have or when you're not on your stuff creating your future, that's when the doubt creeps in and that's when all these random thoughts come in that could be seen as negative. 
So you have a ritual. Write that down if you're listening. Your ritual consists of getting clear on your day and what you want, and you do that 20 minutes of, of, of meditation. Is that separate of the priming? Yes, that's separate. So that's separate. How, how long does your priming activity take? That's about 10 minutes. Sometimes it goes a little bit longer, like 11 or 12. So between, just between meditation and priming your mind, your vision, you spend 30 minutes. What, very first? Do you do anything else before that? Um, you mean right before the meditation? <clears throat> yeah, I mean in the morning. Do you do anything else or do you go straight into your priming and meditation? Uh, yeah, the journaling I do right before I do the <clears throat> priming and meditation. Okay, do journaling right before. Sweet, man. Yeah. Cool. So what about books? you read any books in the morning? Oh, man, yeah. Right after that, I pick up a book that I'm reading. I've been averaging about a book a week, sometimes more. Um, I'm constantly feeding my mind with new ideas, new thoughts. You know, I've studied language, evolutionary psychology, real estate, business people. You know, our new president, Donald Trump, I've been studying him for a while. So I believe that, you know, the more we learn and grow, uh, especially from people in the past, it's, it's only going to help you that much more. I mean, think about all the knowledge that's been accumulated and put into these books over the last, you know, thousands of years that we have that at the axis of our fingertips now. We can pick up our phone and get audio books and books that before we'd have to go look at a library in Italy to go find. You know what I mean? Dude, did I, did I tell you what, how I read books now? Uh, no, you didn't. So, so I, I buy the hard copy of it, and then I get the audio version as well. And if I have it in iTunes or if it's Audible, you can actually do up to 3x speed on the, on the audio. So I do two, to three, two and a half times the speed I listen to it while I read along with it in, in the book. It's crazy. So you're activating your senses of sight, your, your reading senses and your neural pathways, and you're also activi- activating your auditory with the sound. It's, I've been retaining a ton of information since I started doing that. You should check it out, man. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Cool, dude. So we've taken about uh, 15 minutes. We've got a few more minutes to go on this. So what, what's your overall drive? Why do you do this? Oh, wait, well, before I ask that question, what time do you start your day to do your ritual, and how long does your ritual last? 5.30, I'm up, uh, Colton. Uh, journaling takes me about five minutes. The priming and the meditating, about 30. Then I usually read for about 50 minutes to an hour, roughly. So pretty much from 5.30 to 7, that's that block of time that you know no one else can touch that's sacred to me so basically an hour and a half just developing your core being right Absolutely, yeah okay so here's a, here's a success tip if you're when you're listening to this is success leaves clues right if you want to complete something in your life follow a proven model. If you want a life like BC, you know, where you're, you're driving a sick GTR, you're, you're making sweet cash. How old are you now? 29, right? Uh, I just turned 30 this year, Colton. Just turned 30. I thought you were still a youngster. Okay, so you just turned 30, right? Now you're into my age group. That's cool. 30 years old, and you're, you're on track. You're already making three to $4,000 a month past residual income, and you're on track to 10x that in the next 12 months. And so if that's the type of life you want to create, do what he does. Follow that model. Got it? Cool. So what's, what else is in your, your plans for this next year? What are some things you want to do or accomplish and, and maybe on the fun side of it? Well, on the, the, the main thing I have in front of me, Colton, is uh, from now it would be exactly 103 days I'm buying. I made the commitment to buy the, the Lamborghini. 
Oh, it's committed. Yeah. Ooh. Once it's committed, it's done though. Like you can't. It's already done. So you already bought it. What color? Green. The lime green. Lime green. So is that why you changed the GTR from lime green so you could have two different colors, or what's the what's the deal with that? Well, with me, the the lime green because I always had the poster of the Lamborghini on my wall when I was a kid. To me, the color itself was a representation of wealth and success and power and prestige. So when I got the GTR. I said, you know what, I'm not going to get the Lambo for another year or two. Let's have some fun with it. Let's have that color in front of me to constantly inspire me. Nice, dude. I like it. So what do you got to do to make that happen to, 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 to 103 days to buy the Lambo? And notice how specific he is. He said in 103 days. So what, what date is 103 days from now? March 15th. March 15th. That's, that's, holy shit, dude. I'm going to have to fly out to L.A. so I can ride in my first. I actually see my first Lambo in real life. I've never seen one. I didn't even know that Lambos exist until I met you, to be honest with you. Do you think I've upgraded from the Honda Civic to the FJ? Is that, good, is that a good enough vehicle? Yeah, that's pretty good for now, but in another year, I want you to upgrade again, Colton. <laughs> hey, I did buy my wife the Land Rover, so I've, I've stepped up. I've, I've got out of my comfort zone there. I just didn't realize how nice a nice vehicle was until I got in a nice vehicle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has, a, it has its own vibe, its own frequency, and you know, the minute you step in it, it's like you're in a different world. Sweet, man. So what would you say, because you, you obviously didn't start with a Lamborghini. You obviously didn't start with passive and residual income. You didn't start with any money at all, right? What would you say to the person that's just starting? Uh, well, you know, my – well, number one, I would tell them whatever you're thinking is at now, think 10x. You know, we live in a world that constantly tells you to be realistic and, you know, oh, don't think too big, don't dream too big, you're going to disappoint yourself. My – commitment from the first day I started in real estate and made the decision to change my life was I want to leave a legacy. When I am laid to rest in a cemetery, I made the commitment to say, when that happens, the world will know who Brian Casella was, who BC was. I'm going to leave a footprint, a mark on this planet. And when you think like that, when you have moments of doubt, insecurity, low motivation, I mean, that is so, so small and pales in comparison to your goal that it's not even going to come into your mind. If that thought comes in, it's going to go right out because if you really want to leave a legacy on this world and your desire is really there to do it, you don't have one second to waste. And that's what continuously fuels me because I get that question constantly, what keeps you moving forward at such a ferocious rate? And it's like, dude, I want to leave a legacy on this planet. I need to get moving. I don't have any time to slow down or ship down to fourth gear. I've got to be in sixth gear 24-7. You know what's crazy, too? There's always another freaking gear, isn't there? Always yeah, another gear. I know. Constantly rediscover so we, it. And as you grow and as you develop yourself, you know, you find the seventh gear, the eighth gear, and you keep going. So you just keep shifting to the next gear. So how, how, when, how old do you want to live to on the earth? Uh, easily. I mean, uh, I did set a goal that I want to live at least till I'm 90, but not just live to 90, Colton. I want to be very functional and be an athlete still at that age. Okay, so you're 90 years old, your time's expired, what was your legacy? What was, like, in sum it up in three words, the Brian Cazell legacy? I would say BC was proof that you can be somebody who is, you know, the, the son of, you know, a family that wasn't given the most opportunities, an immigrant family. He came here, he defied all odds, and not only did he get what he wanted out of this life, which is in the top 1%, but he also 
inspired, motivated, and pushed people who were in that same position or worse in order to be the best versions of themselves, and he left a mark on this planet. So he left a mark on the planet. Boom. Love it, man. We appreciate you coming on. Once again, you guys can hook up with um, BC, um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You got Snapchat, BC? Yeah, I got Snapchat. It's just my name altogether. Okay, cool. So you guys can, can check him out there. Also, you guys can connect with me on Facebook, uh, my YouTube, or my Instagram, at the WGR. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Make sure to share this with other people that you think might bring value to their life. What my, my major vision, uh, vision in this life and my mission is to create massive value for other people and to empower them to take massive action and invite them to do the same thing. And it creates this cyclical cycle. So I hope you guys will help me out in my mission. Have a great day. We will see ya. Hey everyone, did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with friends. If you want free content and world class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.